Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Campfire Conversation Podcast. I'm your host, Cole Kelly. Having worked in the summer camp industry for the past two decades, I'm convinced that summer camp professionals have a unique view on kids and young adults. I am certain that the stories that they've earned by working with and alongside thousands of kids and staff members from literally all over the world can be useful to parents, teachers, coaches, and mentors back home. So each week, I spend some time around the digital campfire with the leaders and thinkers of the summer camp world. We share stories, we laugh, we learn together, which really, when you think about it, is what we've been doing around campfires for as long as campfires have been around. So I hope that you'll spend the next few minutes around this digital campfire with me to see how you can take some of the magic and fun of summer camp and apply it to your life back home. This Campfire Conversation podcast is brought to you by our friends at Scope, who send hundreds of children from financially disadvantaged families to summer camp each year. Kate and I have supported Scope since our first summer in camping 17 years ago, and I'm thrilled they're supportive of this podcast. Stick around to the end of this Campfire Conversation to learn more about Scope, or press pause and head on over to them on the web at scopeusa.org. I do not know anyone with more summer camp experience than Molly Gallagher. Day camp for her started at three years old. Residential camp started at seven years old and did not end for over two decades. She has run or helped run day camps and overnight camps. She started a camp from the ground up that was based in a huge city, and she's led trips at summer camps that are really old in the deep woods. She's literally done it all. So it's easy to understand when I say that summer camp has been a gift for Molly some of her closest friends, some of her most cherished memories, and a professional career has all come out of it. For the past few years, though, Molly has been focused on helping others give the same gift of camp to kids who wouldn't otherwise have the chance. As the Executive Director of Summer Camp Opportunities Promote Education, or SCOPE as we know, Molly and her team have raised money to help hundreds and hundreds of kids enjoy camp around the country. Around the campfire, Maya and I talk about the gift of camp, how we can keep those gifts going back home, and how we can work together to share the gift of camp with those who couldn't otherwise enjoy it. Let's hear for Molly Gallagher. All right. So, Molly, I'm so happy to have you around the campfire. Thanks for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. I couldn't be more thrilled to be here. <laughs> Great. Well, well, we'll get out the s'mores for later. But um, <laughs> be- before we get to the treat stuff, I, I did want to just kind of have a great conversation with you because I know you're you're involved with one of my favorite charities in the whole world, Scope. Um, can you tell me a little bit before we get to Scope, how did you get into camping? And then how did you wind up um, working with Scope? Yeah. So like many, uh, camp was introduced to me because I was very fortunate that my parents wanted to send me away during the summer. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> they, my, my mother, my mother called it the happy dance. She yeah. likes to do the happy dance at the bus stop. Uh, and, when and you got might, back, right. When you got back home, uh, <laughs> uh, not, not a chance. Uh, <laughs> that was, that was like the sobbing moment for all of us. Um, <laughs> yeah. No, par- um, parents get camp sick too. <laughs> yeah, they sure do. They sure do. No. Um, 
I was, you know, I went to day camp as a, as a kid and um, I loved the experience. I loved going every day and sort of having that freedom to, to play. And um, I watched my sister go to sleepaway camp when I was seven and she was 10. Mm-hmm. And on, vi- on visiting day, I like, you know, did the whole begging, just leave me here moment. And so at that point in time, they signed me up for the next summer. So <laughs> at, at, at eight, I went to sleepaway camp. I went to Kenwood, Kenmont camp in Connecticut. Great boys and um, girls camp. Yep, Boys and Girls Camp, Brother, Sister, um, and at that time it was an eight-week camp, and so I was there for all eight weeks, and um, it was honestly the best eight weeks of my life in that first summer. Uh, I came home, and I told my I came off that bus, you know, and, and the happy dance ended on their part, and, um, <laughs> and I said to my parents, like, I want to do this forever, you know, like, and as an eight-year-old, you know, your parents mm-hmm. are like, sure, you know, it's the same concept of, you know, I, I want to be a fireman, right? Like mm-hmm. ha- that, that same dream when you're, when you're young. And, um, and I really followed through with that. So I, I stayed at Kenwood come out for 15 years. Wow. Um, and I, and I, I never left. Um, and my parents had offered me some other opportunities sort of growing up. And I, I could not imagine not being at camp um, for very many reasons, but it was really the first place I ever felt truly like myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I loved that that feeling. And so I give that up. And uh, when I went to college, I actually tried to maneuver ways around how to how to stay in in camp. and and there wasn't any majors at the time about professional or, you know, camp organization or management mm-hmm. um so i chose i chose a path in in social relations which was uh sociology anthropology and social psychology mm-hmm. um which is actually perfect it, it is it was kind of a joke i, I oh so I, I went to lehigh mm-hmm. um and it was like it, there was 20 people in the major at the time it was sort of they had developed it for these wandering people who sort of <laughs> didn't, didn't, didn't fit in any box and so we were sort of like but it, it turned out a best friend of mine and I, she and I both chose this major and it was like, could not have been more perfect for us. She became a social worker and, and I continued on with my camp passion and, and worked at camp. And um, after college, I sort of took this moment in time to to think to myself, like, I love Kenwood Kenmon. Like, I love everything I've learned there and who I have learned to, to I am and what I can become. And um, But do I feel this way about camp or do I feel this way about my particular camp? Mm-hmm. And so I had that moment of self-evaluation and, and decided to look to work at another camp and look to work potentially in a full-time scale in another camp. And so um, I gave that a try and immediately knew that it was camp that I was right for and was right for me um, and not just Kenwood Kemont, mm-hmm. although I still have, I still have my allegiance to, to those you know, to, to Kenwood and, and yeah. my, my experiences there. Um, every camp that I've worked in thereafter has proven to me to be uh, exactly the right place and the right profession for where I'm at. Mm-hmm. And so um, all of the elements of everything I've done uh, from Kenwood on has been building me to this point of, of getting to scope. Um and uh, I've worked in, in day camps, I've worked in resident camps, I've worked in nonprofit camps, I've worked in for-profit camps, and I feel like I have a really good understanding for uh, the general benefits of what camp offers children and what mm-hmm. camp offers young adults and, and staff. And um, I feel very fortunate to sort of be on the other side of it now, paying it forward. So oh, that's um, fantastic. 
So yeah. with, with all that experience, you know, you've, you've worked literally in every kind of genre <laughs> of camping, you know, day, you know, overnight, nonprofit, for-profit. Uh, are the outcomes different across those camps for the kids? Um, I, I wouldn't, I, no, I, I, I don't, I don't believe that the outcomes are different. Um, I believe that the experiences that camp offers children are similar, no matter how the, um, no matter how the, the layout of camp looks mm-hmm. or the format of the program uh, operates, whether you're uh, moving through camp as a group or you're moving on your individual uh, personal interest structure, right? Mm-hmm. Like having mm-hmm. having a program designed for what your interests are. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that the benefits of camp really focus around, you know, the aspect of, of who you are, right? Developing who you are mm-hmm. um, and, and exploring that level of independence, but through community, um, developing an understanding for teamwork, but also where you stand, whether you're a leader or you're a supporter, mm-hmm. um, and, and um, so many avenues of resiliency, right? Like there, there's so much you learn about uh, how to fall down and how to get back up at camp that mm-hmm. I don't, I, I think um, in all of those places, in all of those different settings for what camp offers, um, the benefit the benefit lies in the, in the entire experience mm-hmm. and the fact that the it's it's um, so much based around the relationship too right like the people you meet between your your camper friendships and your staff relationships mm-hmm. and the, the the role model that you get to to spend time learning from um, and that huge element of fun right like <laughs> you just, and, and you know and the other big part of it is the safety factor right taking yep. healthy risks mm-hmm. so like but also feeling like there's this constant safety net around you um, because of the support and the environment that 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 creates that support. Yeah, it's interesting. I had a great conversation with Roz and Jed Buck, who I know you know quite well. Yes. And they yes. talked a lot about that idea of, of being able to take safe risks and how really that's that's lacking uh, in a lot of places kind of during the rest of the, the, the year, the quote-unquote real world. But yet at camp, we have these opportunities to, within great relationships, take healthy, safe risks. Yep, that is absolutely right. And Roz and Jed are, are amazing at, at communicating uh, that to, to so many other camp professionals, right? Like that this is this is our opportunity to empower young people to take healthy, safe risks. Yeah. Um, and, you know, in in school, we're not you're one of so many and and the personal attention that you receive is sometimes lacking. And, and so you know, in camp, you really get to shine in your own space, but you do so by taking those risks. You mm-hmm. figure out where where your your um, your spotlight is, right? And yeah. and there's so much of that that's celebrated um, at camp, and, I, and there's something so special about that. Well, and to me, it's interesting. You know, something you said earlier, I think, kind of connects with this: the idea that you know, at eight years old, you got back home and you said, "I f- truly felt like myself there." Yeah. You know, do you think that whole idea of being able to take those risks and being able to find your spotlight in a place that's safe and, and wanting you to do that? I mean, is that, do you think, kind of the road towards finding your best self and, and who you truly are? I mean, for me, it most certainly was. And I and for so many of the campers that I've been fortunate enough to cross paths with, mm-hmm. you know, from when I from when I was a teenager as a counselor to to my, you know, 
mid thirties, like there were so many young people I was, I felt privileged to spend time with watching them, you know, try and achieve their own personal goals and build that, that level of uncomfortable self to find your comfortable self. Mm -hmm. And, and there's nothing better than, than, recognizing that in your in your own being and then being able to see it as an outsider on somebody else's experience yep. you know it's so it's such a, a fortunate place that we get to be in, in in camp because um children young adults they have these moments of like wow i can do it right mm-hmm. whether it's climbing a wall or swimming in a lake or walking on water at water ski like there's mm-hmm. something so new and and um risky about trying but uh, you know celebrated or exciting about Mm -hmm. accomplishing so how do you think that we can take some of that and bring it back home like you know i'm just thinking about my own children and think about the the young men and women that i I see around you know what can we do that's kind of camp like that will help draw out you know them their best selves to, to create an environment where you know, in the school rooms and in, in the, the, the art rooms and the, the f- ball fields, how can we start to create more opportunities for them to truly find themselves? Right. You know, there's obviously there's so much discussion about technology and, and sort of the, the implications that young people have when it comes to technology and the, the force that has over, over life. But, I, you know, I, I think, you know, and an element of that that doesn't exist at camp, right? Like there's some some point of that that helps in, in this exploration. Um, but, you know, I, I ran a program at the 92nd Street Y in New York City um, that was for teenagers. Mm-hmm. And the, the guidelines sort of of the program was all about cultural exploration and choosing a an avenue of, uh, that you were passionate about, whether it was the music industry or, or fashion or film. Um, culinary arts and and it was it was really um, this mix of of teens who came together who um, in any other circumstance would never have sort of crossed paths before Mm -hmm. this time Mm -hmm. Um, and something that we sort of really worked hard on for three weeks was sort of the letting go of all of those preconceived notions that you have of people or of situations and doing your best to live in the moment and appreciate each person for what you experience with them in that moment. And I think it's very important for families, for parents, for teachers, for, for anybody in the home life to continue emphasizing those, those efforts with young people, because what young people learn is directly from what's what's taught at home or what they see on TV and what they're catching on the internet or, mm-hmm. or you know, following on Instagram. Mm-hmm. But so much of what that is is not who they are and how to create those clear lines of, you know, when you live at camp, whether it's for one week or for, for seven weeks, you're not feeling that because it doesn't exist. So how can you make it not exist in the time that you have with those that you love at home. Mm-hmm. Um, and so whether that's removing technology for, you know, a set hour of, of time, or that's going out and having experience as a family that emulates something that you do at camp, you know, like, you know, some form of escape room type situation as a family or, <laughs> or right, like those bouncy places, like something that releases fun right. in a way that, that, um, that elevates your, your personal 
um, connection to one another. Because mm-hmm. I think that's so much of what we get at camp is mm-hmm. is truly learning about each other. Um, and and at home, sometimes that just the the, the talking gets uh, reduced by all of the other outside homework and and uh, you know friend conversation and again you know social media like all mm-hmm. of those aspects sort of take that away so breaking it down to the true family conversation yeah. having around the table right like it's the same thing we do at camp we sit around a a, a circle circular table table or a rectangular table mm-hmm. and we're inducing conversation and we're inducing eye contact um and i think that there's something to be said about about how that can be reiterated at home oh that's um, such an important piece of it you know the whole idea of the dinner table you know at least one meal being sacred you know, for lack yep. of a better word, say this is, yep. you know, there's no tech, there's nothing else. It's just face to face. Hey, how you doing? What's going on? In fact, we've got to the point with our orientation at camp where we would put out questions to ask each other. Yep. Like, all right, so exactly. let's, let's have a, a question starter. Even now to this day, we have, you know, these crazy questions, you know, a little block of them sitting on our table and, you know, at the near the end of a, a dinner, you know, we're probably five days a week around the dinner if I'm not traveling or, you know, one of the boys are going to practice or something. Yep. You know, and those come out and we laugh like crazy and you learn something just by listening to that kid's reaction or to my reaction. So, yeah. And, and being able to laugh with your kids or have your kids laugh with you. Like there's, <laughs> <laughs> there's an element of that, that like you is camp, right. Is, and, and I, I think it also has to be based around choice, right? Like mm-hmm. at, at camp, we make the choice to disconnect from all of these, these outside mm-hmm. forces Mm-hmm. to be in this place and to be in this experience. And that's that, you know, and so, uh, you know, to make the choice to sit down together as a family and have a conversation or, or, you know, prompt silly questions is, it takes effort, but right. it's, I think the effort is worth the reward in the end. Yeah. And especially if we can get past the we have to, to the, we get to, like we get, yeah. we get oh, to do yeah. this. You know, I tell that to the kids all the time. We get to go to camp. I get to be right. a camp director. It's not, a, I don't have to do this. One right. of the things though, it, with the organization at the scope that you're working with is that you guys create situations where a lot of other kids get to go to camp that otherwise mm-hmm. could would really never afford it. That's true. What, you know, you've been in camping a long time and I know you've been scoped for a couple of years now. What has the experience of working with scope done to your perception of, of camp? Um, it's, it's so interesting. Like coming from growing up in a very privileged situation where I was fortunate enough to have access to camp. And, and I, part of that was getting to go on uh, tournaments to other camps and seeing what similar, you know, camps mm-hmm. looked like and what the kids were doing and what those, what they had access to. Um, was one, you know, formative moment in time. But coming into scope and um, having a chance to work with camps. So last summer, in summer 2018, we, we partnered with 42 different camps around the wow. country. Yeah. And we provided over 700 camperships for children to gain access to overnight summer camp. Oh, my gosh. I just we, got chills. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, yeah, it's really it's really incredible. And and so much of that comes from the passion, the care and the um, the donations, really the support mm-hmm. from 
from uh, people who understand the magic of camp. And so, uh, and he had have felt the magic of camp and has, it's part of their life. It's part of their self, you know, and, and they want to pay that forward. And so um, as, you know, as the executive director of this organization, I'm very fortunate because during the summer I get to step out of the office element and, and this general, um, fundraising space and mm-hmm. go see the fruits of our labor mm-hmm. and get to step into to our non-for-profit camps that we partner with and see the kids that living and breathing camp the same way I did the same way you know your campers do and your mm-hmm. boys do right mm-hmm. like they are they are out of the the typical elements of home and whether home is a homeless shelter or home is a, a, a family shared um, apartment, you know, one bedroom apartment for, mm-hmm. for seven or eight people, right. Mm-hmm. They're getting to, to live their, their best two weeks having exactly what we've talked about, like these healthy, taking healthy risks and trying new things and stepping out of their comfort zone to, be a part of something that they never thought was ever going to be possible for them. They, in many cases, didn't even know this dream world existed, mm-hmm. right? And our goal as an organization is to be able to provide this for them year over year so that it's not just I show up at camp, I get two weeks of this dream, and then I go back into whatever my life was, and and, and then it's over, mm-hmm. right? The goal is that they stay connected. They mm-hmm. stay committed to that camp. Or, you know, another camp that, that maybe if that camp wasn't the right camp for them, we, we partner with so many camps that, you know, maybe there's something else that's the right fit for them. Mm-hmm. Um, but that they are committed to staying in school, that they are committed to being good, you know, citizens of their own community, and that they can then apply to go back to camp the next summer with the same support that they received the summer before. Because continuity only helps the growth and right. and, and helps the achievements that they will, you know, sort of get to further down the line. And mm-hmm. so... Um, you know, for the organization, it's, it's amazing to be a part of for me, myself, seeing what I experienced come to life in all of these camps and so many different places and all summer long, that same, um, experience is happening right mm-hmm. it's, it's just happening in different places it's happening it's you know in, in different locations in different facilities but mm-hmm. the the uh the purpose behind it all is taking place um and i think that's incredible I mean, you know we work with camps for children with special needs right mm-hmm. and like for a family who not only comes it has it comes from an underserved community or, or falls in the low-income bracket they also have a child who has special needs and, and thinking about camp being accessible to them is almost, you know, an impossible feeling mm-hmm. and, and we can make that possible. Right. And, and so walking into a camp and seeing children who are thriving, building social relationship when social relationship doesn't exist in their home life mm-hmm. is, I mean, uh, forget, you know, emotional. It is. It, <laughs> That's just powerful. It, it is, it's powerful <laughs> and it is life altering. It really is. So when, when those kids get home, what, what do they tell you guys? You know, what are some of the, the words they use to describe their experience? You know, so it's, it's, it's interesting the way that Scope works is in, in the fact that um, we provide the camperships, right? We do the fundraising and we, we build the relationships with the camps, the programs that operate um, and run, run these magical places for children to succeed. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And so it's it's the camps that have the relationships. Scope is sort of like this angel, uh, you know, that that drops in some support and mm-hmm. and then is there hopefully in the following year to 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 help that support again. Mm-hmm. So our our contact with the with many of the children is through the camps, and so um, the camps do a great job of of sharing stories with us and. To, you know, we, we receive thank you letters from every single camper who receives scope support. Mm-hmm. Um, and some of those letters are, are drawn art, right? Like they're, yeah. they're, they're describing their experience in, in a visual way, which is to me is like so moving. And, and some of them are using their words to say like, this is what I learned at camp. And because, because of you, you, you know, as a, mm-hmm. as an organization, this is possible for me. And I learned this because, because you made this happen. And so, you know, whether it's the chance to learn to swim or to, to ride a horse, which we hear a lot of, you know, Mm -hmm. many of these children come from urban settings where horses aren't really accessible. Mm -hmm. Um, And so having a chance to ride a horse at camp is pretty incredible, Um, (laughs) which is so cool. And, And then we always hear about friendships. We, s'mores i can't tell you how many kids have never had s'mores before yeah um and so we get pictures of the s'mores we get like you know the marshmallow like literally commentary about how that first s'mores went down (laughs) um i mean but but you can you can relate that to everything that you have gone through in your own childhood Mm -hmm. through these camp moments right my first s'mores happened at camp Mm -hmm. i remember it I, i you know like I remember the, the marshmallow going up in flames. Why shouldn't they? And so, you know, like there, there is um, such a, a just a, a beautiful connection of what we provide and what we are able to provide to these children mm-hmm. that they go home with, um, that want that lead them wanting to go back again, because it's they they are feel, feeling and understanding that the formative. Um, moments that camp creates that they that they themselves want more of that's just it's fantastic it's such a great organization now i i was looking on the facebook page uh just you know kind of perusing through some of the stuff you guys do which is uh facebook slash support scope um for anybody who wants to check it out there was a comment on there about using your bar or bat mitzvah uh project Mm -hmm. to support Mm -hmm. scope so yep. tell me about that. So um, we're, we are working with so many families and so many for-profit camps on how to build philanthropy within your own life, within mm-hmm. your own family, within your own camp. Mm-hmm. And so we have a lot of uh, young people, pre-teens, um, who are looking for a, a way to give back, right? Mm-hmm. And um, so a big part of this comes through Bar Bat Mitzvah Projects. Um, or f- through confirmation projects or graduation projects or mm-hmm. birthday projects, right? Any sort of stem of I want to I want to help uh, through my celebratory milestone. Mm-hmm. And so how can I do that? And so um, here in our office, my operations manager, Heather, works with families and teens or preteens on creating projects that will help them to pay it forward through camp. And so um, many of our teens will, will set a financial goal. So they'll do fundraising in coordination with maybe a project that they want to create or mm-hmm. their project is fundraising. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we've had, we've had 
uh, young people do drives in their communities, let's say for toothbrushes, mm-hmm. uh, because some of our campers will arrive at camp and not have the the uh, hygienic tools that they need to be successful while at camp or even at home. Mm-hmm. And so um, let's say this family does a, a drive and they collect a hundred brand new toothbrushes. Uh, we'll partner with one of our 42 camps and help the, them get those toothbrushes to the camp. At the same time, that family will be raising awareness for scope and also uh, creating a fundraiser. So we, we have, um, one of our uh, platforms is a peer-to-peer fundraising page that each young person can create through Scope, and they can put their own story out there, why they're doing this, and many of them set a goal. So here in the Northeast, it's $1,300 for one child to go to camp for two weeks. Mm -hmm. In the Midwest, the Southeast, and the Southwest, it's $500. Mm -hmm. So typically, we see these mitzvah projects or or youth projects um, based around kid for kid, right? I am one kid, I want to help send another kid go to camp. So to they here in the Northeast, the goals will be set around $1,300. Mm-hmm. If they want to raise it to two kids, they do it for $2,600, right? Like, right. And they and they put that information out there to their communities and have the ability to raise money to send another child to camp. Mm-hmm. And um, from there, those, those teens who, who get involved with us, they can join our JLC, our Junior Leadership Council, which is a group of young teens, young uh, really 13 to 18 who want to give back and want to find ways to get scope integrated into their own home communities as well as their camp communities. And um, we have a lots of different scope clubs happening in schools throughout the country. We have teens doing fundraisers like bake sales and pizza sales and lemonade stands and um, a, a sort of uh, partnerships with stores to raise money and raise awareness for scope. Mm-hmm. It's really incredible. That's awesome. Really yeah, and, and we talk a lot about, you know, at our, our camp, you know, true happiness comes when you're a part of something bigger than yourself, where you're actually, mm-hmm. you know, it's more about serving and you actually, in a weird way, wind up getting out a lot more happiness, you know, from actually helping someone else. I you know, that. I think if more and more kids were to look at that and say, I do have some power in this, I can actually help other people. You know, think about the the reduction in in, in anxiety from that standpoint, <laughs> and the up yeah. up of all the good endorphins. You know, that's such a great idea. I'd, I'd never once thought about it until I saw it on on the Facebook page today. That's what a great yeah. idea. Thank you for looking. Absolutely. Um, the the other the other part of this that we've sort of been really working with with overnight and day camps on is how to weave philanthropy into their camp programs. Mm-hmm. Right? What can you be doing in the, the those one to seven weeks or eight weeks that you have this captive audience to share with them the way to give back and create programming within your already structured programming that helps them to learn about another organization, whether it's scope or something else, and and tie that into a give back project. So we have a lot of camps that will do fundraisers um, throughout the summer, whether they do a walkathon or they do counselor basketball tournaments that they can raise money through, um, or they they sell, we have like teens who will serve meals to their staff and the staff will tip them and the tip, <laughs> tip and the tips it's, it's great. The tips become donations. It's like really hilarious and amazing. We have people who, who do raffles on visiting day for parking spots. I mean, like, <laughs> it's, That's a great idea. It's, so, it's so creative and it's so easy and scope on the back end. We, you know, you come to me with your idea. We make it come to life. So, yeah. 
um, you know, creating a web page and selling tickets or whatever is easy for us to do. We are so appreciative of anybody's energy and interest in wanting to really take camp and, and make it possible for, for another child who really would not have that access without well, it's, it's, it's such an amazing organization. And, and I was you know, you. very happy to know, you know, a, a lot of the people that were involved in starting it um, several years ago. How, if people wanted to help out, what are the best ways to get in touch with you or, or to scope? Yeah. So uh, obviously email is great. I'm Molly, M-O-L-L-Y at scopeusa.org. Um, through any form of social media, uh, we're at support scope, S-C-O-P-E. And for those of you, you know, still don't know what scope stands for, it's summer camp opportunities promote education. So, um, you know, you can, you can search for us that way. Uh, and, um, yeah, and if you're interested in a, in a mitzvah project or a youth project, uh, you can reach out to Heather. She's Heather, H-E-A-T-H-E-R, at scopeusa.org. Um, yeah, those are pretty much the, the, the simple ways. And, I, and um, obviously, you can, you can call our office, too. Um, but awesome. I know people are people are much much more comfortable on initial approach via email. <laughs> Without a doubt. <laughs> Excellent. Well, good. Well, Molly, you know, I've had so much fun listening to your stories and your ideas around the campfire. It is a pleasure to be with you. Y'all keep doing what you're doing. And um, and just as a personal plug, uh, everybody, I've been working with Scope for now 17 years. And, you know, there's very few things better than the idea of helping somebody get to camp and experience, you know, two weeks of, you know, no tech and, and high relationships and high safety and just high fun. So, um, Molly, thanks for all y'all do and, and just keep it, keep it going. Cole, thank you so much. I really appreciate your your time and your interest in putting helping us spread the word. So thank awesome. you. All right, take care. You too. I have the best time talking with Molly. Her passion for helping kids enjoy camp is just infectious, and the lessons that she's got and the wisdom that she's gained through this experience is so important. I love the idea of creating community service projects back home around the idea of helping other kids get to camp. In a lot of ways, it's a pay-it-forward kind of experience and one that I think would be incredibly useful and important for lots of kids. As I'm sure you noticed, our podcast is sponsored by Scope. I'm really proud of our association with Scope and happy to tell you that we take absolutely no funds from them for the sponsorship. This podcast is all about trying to share the unique knowledge of summer camp people back to our families back home. And it's also about hoping to spread the awareness of Scope's mission. Summer camp is a gift and one that we want more and more families to enjoy. I hope you'll help me in that process. As always, thanks for spending some time with us around the campfire. If you enjoyed this or other shows, please leave uh, a comment on iTunes or whichever platform you're listening to. And I hope you'll spread the word. Our campfire circle is big enough for everybody. Finally, if you'd like to join in on the conversation, take a moment and visit us on our Facebook page at facebook.com slash campfire conversations. Until we speak again, have a grateful week. Thanks again to our friends at Scope for sponsoring the Campfire Conversation podcast. SCOPE stands for Summer Camp Opportunities Promote Education. They provide children from underserved communities with life-changing opportunities through the experience of summer camp. 
Scope campers benefit from a positive, safe, and healthy environment led by excellent role models who give them the chance to develop their full potential. We both believe that summer camp reinforces what children learn in school and enhances overall academic learning. If you would like to help give some wonderful children a life-changing experience, I hope you'll join me in supporting Scope. You can find them online at scopeusa.org and on social media at support scope.